The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities. Featuring experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists, Making Life Brighter will be a forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here's your host, Winifred Adams. We're back. Welcome to Making Life Brighter Radio. I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and I'm so excited to be doing new shows with you again and sharing some of the neat stories that I have for you, the amazing interviews with these great people that I've been talking to, and all of my travels around the world. So we have an entirely new series coming up starting today. And as you found, we're on the Voice America Network, otherwise found on makinglifebrighter.com on the radio tab for all the archives. And you can subscribe through iTunes to these shows and any of the shows that we've had in the past. And you can also go to the Making Life Brighter website to listen in to any shows that you've missed. So you can go to the radio tab on the website and check out all the archives, including the conversations in consciousness we've done all last year the interviews from John of God that we've done, and many other great shows on amazing authors, artists, music people. We have all sorts of topics. So coming up, a special show for you today that kicks off a series over the next few months for the Global Sanctuary for Elephants. And I am so excited to bring you this series with President and Founder Scott Blaze, and he's going to be our guest coming up in the next segment, and he's going to explain to us what this very unique project is in Brazil. And I went there and interviewed him live for this series, and wow, was that a trek. It is in the remote portion of this country, and it's a perfect place for elephants to roam free. So with your help... I'm creating a campaign to enlist you and all your friends around the world to take a listen, educate ourselves together from Scott's personal first-hand knowledge and education and work with these sacred creatures on our planet and learn how you can immediately contribute to this campaign so that the fencing can be finished and these elephants that have been traumatized or abused or left to be neglected, frankly, can be moved immediately to this free roam sanctuary, which is a gorgeous habitat. I can tell you firsthand, there are crystals on this property that just run down the mountain and literally blue quartz crystals tumble down through the rivers. And Scott and I went and placed sacred, blessed crystals that I had taken from John of God and taken to the sacred waterfall there and placed them all over the property for healing as vector points 
for the elephants once they're moved there and also to add energy to the land so it will thrive even more when the elephants come. This is just an amazing humanitarian project and you can be a part of it. Instead of saying, for example, how do I help? Uh, This show and the series of these shows will show you how a mere contribution can really help. And so far they've raised almost all the money to finish the fencing. And with a big donation that just came in the other week, it's bumped it up that much higher. But there's a little bit left to go, so we can do this. I know we can do this together, and if everybody contributes $20, $50, $100, anything, this campaign can be put together very quickly. So learn what Scott has to share with us. Sitting down with him was just amazing. It it is this man's passion. He is the elephant man. (laughs) And to see him in his element, so at ease, so at home, you know, this is really what he was born to do. And I can't say enough about that. And he and his wife and some volunteers are prepping the land for the receiving of the elephants to this land and making it a wonderful space for them and so that they can rehab into a kind of a global community of elephants coming together to be their own new community there. And it is just fantastic. So I can't say enough about it. You'll hear firsthand from Scott. Now, there were a little little few technical audio difficulties I had with this interview here and there. So if you hear a few blips and glitches or whatever, keep listening. It's all there. And It just is a little bit of cleanup we had to do because I had a few technical glitches, but that's life when you're in the wild. You hope you get it right. (laughs) And it was wild, I'll tell you. By the time I came back, I needed a chiropractic adjustment. I'd gone over, I'd taken airplanes. I did like the trains, planes, and automobiles. I did airplanes. Uh, I drove for hours. I went into the way back like like some kind of crazy movie where you're you're bumping along roads and even on the way back we lost the muffler because the roads were so up and down and bumpy but I wouldn't trade it for the world it was a fantastic fantastic experience to watch them in their element preparing for this and seeing how they're going to do it the elephants will have just one of the best sanctuary homes perhaps on the whole planet you know we're always talking about save the elephants in Africa from poaching. This isn't the focus there. Poaching is not part of this. This is rehab. This is sort of the long-term care facility for the elephants. And the elephants are sentient beings with really powerful sacred energy for the humanity on this planet, just like whales are in the ocean and buffaloes are on the northern plains. So for us, we have an opportunity to work together. And most of all, I bring you these shows so that we can hear one another and learn from each other. And Scott's the perfect example of that. So for you, I I ask you to tune in and share with anybody that you'd like to hear this show because the fundraising will be ongoing. Once we finish the fencing and the fencing goes up, the elephants immediately get moved from all over South America to this sanctuary. And they get to literally roam free and walk around in this gorgeous habitat as they get acclimated to it. From there, 
part two will be like the next phase and the next phase and the next phase of, you know, how they expand them into larger areas and portions of this big open land and basically just care for it all. But first part is get the fencing done and get them there. So I am heartfelt about this. I don't often call upon people to do something as a call for action, but I am now. And since I've been there and I wanted to go see it and feel it with my own energy field and feel the land, I'd been working on the land with them and healing the land since last October. And now I'd gone there in person and sat down with Scott and we really got into what this is about and why he's doing it. And it's just, he's wonderful. He's wonderful. He really does know his his history and the the true bonding with elephants. And this sanctuary specifically is not for the public. It is literally for the elephants. So once it's made, once the fencing's done, the elephants go in and it's not for public viewing, though you can watch on video cams and other things and see them roam naturally in their habitat people are not going to be allowed in as tourists. Therefore, they get to live the way they're supposed to live. And that's a brilliant idea. You know, it's really about them. It's not about us. So you can add and contribute to this sacred land animal. And we'll be right back with Scott Blaze here on Making Life Brighter Radio. Stay tuned. We have more for you coming up. And you can find us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter. You can go to the Making Life Brighter website and update there. And I just want to say a special thanks to everybody for all your voting. You voted me the winner of the Humanitarian Award for the third year in the row, um, the Entertainer of the Year Award, and Writer of the Year for all of my articles on consciousness and on health and wellness. So I say thank you, thank you. I couldn't do this without all of you all over the world. We've been in over 100 countries. We've had hundreds of thousands of listeners, and I say thank you. This has really been a treat for me over the last year and a half, and I am so excited to step forward now into the next leg of this tour with you because this is a passion. Who knew? I didn't, and I'm grateful. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Making Life Brighter Radio right here. Do you want to make a difference in the world? Join Making Life Brighter Radio to help create a free roam sanctuary for elephants in South America. Finally, there's a working solution for elephants on our planet. People often say they don't know what to do to help animals that are in danger. But now you can team up with Making Life Brighter Radio and your host, Winifred Adams, to give elephants from Brazil and Argentina the freedom to roam in a wild sanctuary in a remote area of Brazil. Free to socialize, heal, and live the life they were always meant to live. Your contribution will build the fences and the Elephant Care Center for the massive free roam sanctuary and set these sacred animals free. Donate today and mention you heard it on Making Life Brighter Radio. Listen to the amazing series live from Brazil, where Winifred speaks to CEO and board president of the Global Sanctuary for Elephants. To donate and for more information, log on to globalelephants.com. 
You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter consciousness columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free Rome sanctuary. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and we're back with special guest, co-founder, and CEO of Global Elephant Sanctuary. Almost Global Sanctuary for Elephants. There's uh, several <laughs> organizations out there similar, but yes, we're Global Sanctuary for Elephants. And this is Scott Blaze. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here to talk to you and uh, share a little bit of our work. We're here currently in Brazil together, and we're talking about this amazing project that you are now spearheading and have jumped off and are taking the leap and live in Brazil now, and you are creating an entirely new sanctuary for elephants here in Brazil. Exactly. Yeah, we're here in Brazil uh, to start the uh, Elephant Sanctuary Brazil. Uh, this is the first sanctuary for captive elephants in South America, which a lot of people will first question, but elephants don't live in South America naturally. Right. And that's correct. They're not <laughs> native to South America. However, because of human entertainment, they've been brought into circuses and zoos, and have actually essentially been been traumatized by this experience, by their lives, by their sterile environments, and we're here to create a sanctuary to give them a new life, give them a new alternative. So this is kind of a free roam sanctuary, although it is fenced in around the perimeter. These elephants will be able to walk freely in this property, is that correct? Yeah, more or less. Uh, sanctuary is incredibly dynamic. It is a 2,800-acre uh, property that we've been able to locate on. Uh, phenomenal property. It's just absolutely glorious it in every way. Uh, <laughs> every is. day it becomes more glorious. Every every step of exploration, it just becomes more remarkable what it's going to soon offer elephants. And uh, what it's going to be is... is uh, the sanctuary will be divided into sections. It's uh, for Asian elephants and African elephants and also males and females. And unfortunately, because of the trauma, we also have to subdivide some of those sections. So even though the space is enormous, we do have some, some subdivided plots. In a perfect world, all the Asians can be together and all the Africans can be together in you know, two separate places. Uh, but because of the trauma, sometimes we have to acclimate them. Uh, they have to go through a process of recovery. So you have to design the facilities to help them through that process and for a time even though they're incredibly herd oriented uh, um, animal and species 
again, the trauma, the in negative impact of captivity sometimes causes them to be a little bit more withdrawn, less open, less interactive. So we have to accommodate that ability and, and, uh, and design the facilities to, for the full spectrum of recovery that, that takes place here. And so what's the prime objective for this, for the organization? The main why point, Brazil? yeah, the main impetus for this is is to give captive elephants a, a better life. Uh, we know from years of experience. I started the first sanctuary in Tennessee, and I started the first expansive sanctuary of the same model um, in North America in 1995. I managed it for 16 years, and you know, at that point, we didn't know what would happen. Uh, we didn't know how elephants would respond. We also didn't know. Uh, we didn't have a clue how vastly they would recover and the full depth of of just magnificent that emer magnificence that emerge. Um, so you found that they, they responded well to uh, the ability to roam freely? It's the ability to roam freely. And sanctuary has multiple components. It's not about not only about giving them the space, it's about giving them the respect. It's about nurturing the individual characteristics as well as nurturing the species and who they are as 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 nature intended and it's about creating a space that allows them to return to this uh, we have done an incredible injustice to elephants in captivity for human entertainment you know for a few laughs or a few smiles for a ride on the back of an elephant we have done a complete injustice to these individuals and to create sanctuary it's a chance to give them get, create the space that allows them to be an elephant again um, this isn't always easy because of the trauma uh, but it's always remarkable uh, some recover seamlessly sometimes it's you know instantaneous that they just come out of 40 years of isolation and they just emerge into this herd and like, it's, like, it's like they had been there their whole life. And others are a process. And part of sanctuary is honoring that individual process um, and giving them that time, the space, and nurturing the respect to, to recover and, and to, to thrive. You know, it's, it's just giving them a new life, giving them, um, giving them a second chance. Well, this is a pristine, amazing property, and it's vast. It has different sections to it. It's got mountainous terrain. It's got valleys. It's got water and rivers and probably waterfalls somewhere that we don't even know about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. We still have a lot of exploration on this property. Uh, we actually, Global Sanctuary for Elephants, uh, my, and it was co-funded by my wife and I and a few other uh, professionals, uh, Petter, uh, Petter Granley and Joyce Poole from Elephant Voices, and a local Brazilian, Junior Machado, um, and brought Elephant, uh, Global Sanctuary for Elephants together to, to help projects like this, to help get them off the ground. There's a lot of efforts to start sanctuaries internationally, uh, and many of them stagnate, and many of those fail, uh, because it's a difficult time. The early stages are very challenging. It's hard to raise money for an idea, but we are uh, we, we know that it's going to thrive, and, and that's why we're here, is because we know not only that it can be successful and will be successful, but we know what it brings to the elephants, and we have the dedication and the perseverance to, to bring it together, because it's it's remarkable. I mean, what the lives of these elephants, and you think the property is amazing now, just wait till elephants are on it. It's just <laughs> not only the individuals amazing, but how they how they impact the land, how they bless the environment. Well, it's, they're sacred beings. They're sacred land animals, and uh, they're equivalent to our buffalo and the whales, and they hold a sacred space for the earth plane. I'm gonna get chills and goosebumps and, and lose any train of thought. I mean, they're beyond sacred to me. Uh, you know, I've been working with elephants from the time I was 15 years old and, and saw some of the worst treatment imaginable, but saw, you know, at the sanctuary in Tennessee, saw who they can become. Uh, and with that, it's allowing us to see, they allow us to see a depth of, of themselves, a depth of their 
their full emotional intelligence, their their spirituality, their their I've just I'm lost for words yeah. with this. They are. They, well, you're the perfect person for this, really. I mean, you you have so much passion for this, and it lives and breathes in you and emanates all over the place. Wherever Scott goes, he's just so fully vested in this, and it's amazing to watch, and it's amazing to watch him explore this property further because he takes it so seriously, and it's such a sacred endeavor and has such a, a vast meaning. And... So what it, what is the obstacle currently? What is it that you're up against with bringing them here in Brazil, of all places? I mean, it, well, one of the remarkable things about Brazil um, and, and this location in South America is advancing legislation. So we are well ahead of other regions in the world. And part of the reason for starting, you know, with Global Sanctuary Elephants, this is our pilot project is here in Brazil, and it's because uh, the vast number of elephants that we can help in the shortest amount of time. Elephants are literally knocking on our door. Uh, we have sanctuaries in the United States that are fighting for years to get elephants released from zoos and circuses, and we literally have them waiting in line for us. Where are they coming from? Uh, from zoos and circuses um, in South America. Uh, there's an elephant in Chile. We just got phone calls about six from Argentina. Uh, there's two elephants in, in um, an, a state in the south of Brazil uh, who were confiscated five years ago. And, you know, great, great effort to confiscate from them, confiscate them from the circus. Uh, but because they didn't have an alternative, they didn't have a sanctuary, they didn't have an appropriate environment, they were left with nowhere to go. And they're actually stuck on chain on a farm, a small farm, owned by the lawyer of the circus. Uh, that they were confiscated from, which is not logical at all. And one of them, uh, Gita, has become grossly underweight. She's probably at least 1,500 pounds underweight right now. And Maya, because of the restrictions and, and lack of respect, um, they're not getting the lives each day as they were on the circus, but there's still a lack of respect. There's a lack of understanding. She's actually becoming increasingly aggressive. And they're waiting for us as soon as we can open our doors. And when, um, when can you open? What? We can open our doors in as little as four months, uh, possibly sooner. And the biggest obstacle is money. Uh, one of the challenges with a sanctuary in this stage is to many people, it's still an idea. It's still a concept. We see it as real. It's well, tangible. It exists. What, I'm what, sorry? What's step one now? What can you do to... Um, donate, you know, is the, is the biggest thing. What uh, will it go to to move these elephants? Yeah, the, the first the first phase of development it includes a medical care center, which is really simple structure here, and, you know, because the climate is absolutely perfect. Not only is the land amazing, but the climate is ideal. It's year-round outdoor living, ideal for these elephants. And you've been you've been in other areas of Brazil, and this is exquisite. It's never too hot, never too cold. Um, it's really ideal. So we have an open-sided medical care structure, which will be an introductory zone and also a place where we can do behavioral, uh, I mean, uh, positive reinforcement training, um, which is all through food reward and a lot of praise. Uh, so we can medicate them and care for their wounds that have, you know, that we may have. For some of these individuals, they will carry with them for life uh, because of captivity. And so it's an open, open-sided medical care structure. And then... Um, and then two 20-acre yards, and this is just the first phase. So that requires what to make this all happen? Our target is $450,000, mm -hmm. uh, and that includes actually the down payment, which you've already paid. Uh, uh, it includes the medical care center, 
infrastructure, the 220-acre corrals infrastructure uh, that is needed with electricity and water. Um, and that's 450, and we're about $150,000 shy from reaching that goal. Uh, so as soon as we can, can... And then, so does that include the transport of them? This does not include the transport. Uh, this is just to prepare the facilities. So like fencing and creating the structure. And exactly. And for these first two elephants, you know, uh, fencing, I mean, uh, transport's not going to be easy with Mayangita. I mean, sorry. <laughs> uh, for the first two elephants, Mayangita, the transport's not going to be expensive. They're just coming from the south of Brazil. It's not, it's, it's a big it's deal. It's not from uh, another country. It's not from another but country. I say, it's, I say it's easy. I've moved a bunch of elephants. Um, it's not always easy, you know, but it's, it's uh, generally speaking, it's, it's pretty. It's easier than having them come from another easier. country. Easier, and if you approach it correctly, it is, it is pretty seamless. But it's doable, and that's the it's idea here. It's very doable. That, and as soon as they can get moved, so... If you, if someone wants to donate and we want to reach that goal in as little time as possible, how can they do it? Where can uh, they go to? Real it? simple. There's a couple different ways. Uh, you can visit our, our uh, easiest is going to our website, which is simply globalelephants.org. Um, and that's elephants, plural, globalelephants.org. And from there, there's donations linked right on, donation links right on the first page. Um, and that's probably the easiest way. Uh, you can also call us, uh, area code 615-435-9523. We're always here. It's a U.S. number, but it'll reach us here in Brazil at no cool. charge to you and very little <laughs> charge to us. Uh, so if you want to, you know, questions, you know, uh, we're, we're always happy to talk to prospective donors and people that are interested to, to share more of our work. And what are the size of donations that you generally receive what um. the whole spectrum uh one of the things that we really strive for here is is to let people know that everything matters uh all i have is 50 dollars. it does something it adds up and it's remarkable what happens when everyone comes together and on that note we'll be right back with more making life brighter and scott blaze talking about the global elephants Org, and that's where you can go to to find out more information. You can also go to Facebook and Making Life Brighter, and we'll post it there for you. But check it out and donate a little bit, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter consciousness columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. 
Do you want to make a difference in the world? Join Making Life Brighter Radio to help create a free roam sanctuary for elephants in South America. Finally, there's a working solution for elephants on our planet. People often say they don't know what to do to help animals that are in danger. But now you can team up with Making Life Brighter Radio and your host, Winifred Adams, to give elephants from Brazil and Argentina the freedom to roam in a wild sanctuary in a remote area of Brazil. Free to socialize, heal, and live the life they were always meant to live. Your contribution will build the fences and the Elephant Care Center for the massive free roam sanctuary and set these sacred animals free. Donate today and mention you heard it on Making Life Brighter Radio. Listen to the amazing series live from Brazil where Winifred speaks to CEO and board president of the Global Sanctuary for Elephants. To donate and for more information, log on to globalelephants.com. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with medical intuitive Winifred Adams, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. Now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. We're here live in Brazil, and I'm with co-founder Scott Blaze, who's telling us about the fantastic and amazing... Free Roam Sanctuary for Elephants is being developed right now here in Brazil, and you can contribute and you can donate to make that happen, and elephants that have been suffering from circuses and other circumstances, even considering in zoos, and move them quickly to a place where they can not only rehab but actually roam free. You can go to globalelephants.org to donate. So if you want to add $20, $100, $10,000 to make this happen, we can do this. And I'm counting on you guys because we need to pull this together globally in the next four months to move these elephants because they're waiting. So, Scott, I want to ask you, uh, we were talking about, you know, what this project is and the objective to it and the initial obstacles. And really, you're just saying it's about funding at the moment because the land is in place and it's absolutely perfect. Everyone who knows about elephants is thinking Africa. Why Brazil and why is it um, so, you know, different that they're here? Because people don't put it in their mind about Brazil, and yet this is such a peaceful place. What is it about Brazil that made you choose this place, this land? Yeah, you know, people think Africa, think about Asia, when they think about elephants, but what about in the United States? You know, there's captive elephants around the world. You know, and I started the first sanctuary in the United States in 1995, as I mentioned before, but elephants are native to the United States, and it's the same thing here. Elephants are not native to Brazil, but they're in captivity, and we have to do justice by them. We have to give back. Um, all of South America is going through a remarkable change. Uh, there's advancing legislation to, to protect them, to ban elephants from performing in, in circuses. Uh, there's a reform, uh, an to reform zoos, and many zoos are trying to close their doors for the elephants. And we, but it's not enough just to do the legislation or, or to say we want to reform. We need an alternative. We need a solution, and that's where sanctuary comes in. It is a, it is truly a new life for them. Uh, specifically, why Brazil? Uh, when this is an issue that's all over South America, 
um, that uh, it's advancing, an advancing issue all over South America is Brazil has 35 of the 50 captive elephants in, in South America. So the majority of the population is already here. Uh, Brazil doesn't have national legislation yet, but they have one of the most proactive uh, um, environmental agencies uh, in all of South America. They've already confiscated more elephants than we've ever been confiscated by USDA in, 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 the, in the United States. Can you take them in? Not yet. We, we, if you open, absolutely, properly, can you take them all absolutely, we can take these elephants. Uh, there's some, as we mentioned, that have already been confiscated five years ago and don't have are still in derelict situations because there isn't a solution. And all we need to do is meet the first phase goal. Uh, the last hundred fifty thousand dollars that we're so close and ultimately this is a drop in the hat some zoos and internationally are spending sixty million dollars on four acres and we're looking at four hundred fifty thousand dollars for the first forty acres to do the whole program to do all of this twenty eight hundred acres to help more than fifty elephants uh, that we could help elephants not only from south america but latin america we've already been asked to take elephants from europe uh, to do all of this with the purchase of the land, with all of the elephant care centers, with all of our, you know, many miles of fencing that need to be constructed out here, we can do all of it for under $7 million, and zoos are spending 60 to $70 million on four to six acres. It doesn't make sense. It's unfathomable. It, you know, so it's, it's a lot of money, but it's also a drop in the hat in the big scheme of things, and what it does for elephants, not only for what it does for these elephants, but the environment that they live within, and the Globally, you know, the elephants in a different light. They start to see an item for us to to be entertained. You about someone that is fired by elephant behavior when they didn't know better. Oh, which story to talk about? Uh, you know, with, you know, I've been working with sanctuary since uh, you know sanctuary development and, and operations since 1995. We've seen phenomenal amount of of just profound changes in the elephants. Elephants that have antisocial. One elephant was listed at all, and they just emerge into these beings. Most understanding, most social, most caring individual. Human elephant dog. I mean, she was remarkable in all aspects, and she was labeled one of the worst of the worst. Um, and when the public gets to starts to see this, when they see this this window into these lives and the true lives, not the sterile lives that they are in captivity, not the sterile lives that they are in a zoo, because that's not who they are. They can't be who they are, but they can emerge into these individuals that found. They don't even know who they are. And as we can, as we share these written text through series of just remarkable transformations. Um, the particular individual was actually given a year. She's still alive 15 years later. Uh, she's, she's doing remarkably well. Uh, but when people see these stories, they write to us and they'll say, my life is will never be the same again. Um, I've seen this process. I've watched what's happened with Sissy. I've watched what happened with with Shirley and Jenny when they reunited, and they will literally say, I look at my my dog differently. I look at my kids differently. I speak to my wife differently. If this is the emotional depth of who elephants are, what am I missing with those around me? You know, are, is there more to, to our lives as well yeah. that has been masked because what of our society has done to us? And I think it's synonymous with what we've done to them. 
I think we've done that to ourselves also. We have closed our hearts, we have closed our minds to so much of what our world has to offer, and elephants break through that shell. As they're breaking through that shell for themselves, they're helping us break through that shell, breaking through our own shell, uh, our own shell, and just opening our our entire being to a different world. I think you know, people wonder in this process, basically about them here. How many can you handle on this kind of property? You know, because they don't have a full visual of it yet, and and what does that look like and are they all just roaming freely everywhere or do they band together and do Asians go one way one way and Africans go another and you said in the first segment that it depends on how they come in yeah and the emotional trauma that they've had and how they will then acclimate and socialize with other elephants and when you've seen this happen in the past what's the most profound thing that you've experienced about that Oh my goodness, the most profound thing was just starting the sanctuary period. I mean, what the doors that it opened, I mean, I could speak, there's no not one issue that was, was more profound than the next. It was the lessons learned throughout. And the most profound lesson we learned throughout the whole thing is the depth of damage that we thought existed is far, far greater oh. uh, because of the layers of healing. And when we saw this layer after layer after layer after layer of recovery and healing and growth and reemergence of, of, of self, you know, when these elephants, that's when we realized the true depth of damage. And that, to me, is the most profound aspect of all of this. With each individual elephant, I don't know that one was more profound than the next. They're all different. You know, we're dealing with a highly intelligent, highly emotional, highly social, you know, incredibly complex being. And you're adding to that complexities of having all of that taken away from the time they were infants pulling from the wild and putting these captive, captive environments some of them lived in isolation for the next 40 years uh, you have the trauma and the complexities of that combined like, with a, I, a right? complexity by nature and you have this umbrella that is just massive uh, so is you know to 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 pick one pathway of recovery is impossible there's so many different options uh, just like humans you know you can take even two siblings and they go through the same childhood trauma and they're going to recover differently emerge differently what they need you know the support they need is different some may you know by the main solitude not park you know other maiden others and the elephants are the same way some on uh, physical defection uh, from elephants or from people. Even with all the trauma they've endured, sometimes, and, and the abuse they've endured, sometimes they still look for humans to, to fill that void because that's all they've had until they learn what it is to get that void filled from an elephant. And, and, and how do they, in particular, sustain themselves? Yeah, so... Um, Socialization uh, with like um, I can, uh, but they will be with Africans and Asians will be different because we can talk about that in a, in a little later. Uh, but they're completely different species, completely different beings, uh, and within each of those social groups, the ideal is that they're all together. Uh, but sometimes they do need to be separated out in twos or threes, depending on what they want, and it's all based on what they need. It's try to watch and we try to give them to heal together um, and just adapt to them. We can't dictate any of it. You know, we, 
uh, sustainability, the, the facet of sanctuary is giving them a life where they can be an elephant. And that includes putting them in an environment where they can get the majority of their diet from the natural forage. What an elephant does most naturally is eat for 20 hours out of the day. You know, so we have a lot of forage, a lot of grass, um, of but here. we have a, lot, a huge property. One of the questions you asked earlier is how many elephants. This property can easily sustain 50 elephants, but we also have the ability to expand into adjoining properties. Um, and it could, honestly, it could sustain many more elephants than that. There's enough forage that it could sustain many more. Uh, but, you know, we're, it's highly unlikely that we'd ever even reach 50 based on the number of elephants in, in captivity in South America. But the land can sustain them. Um, and they eat just like a cow or horse. They graze for the majority of the diet. African elephants and Asian elephants are kind of a little bit different. African elephants are more browsers. They will eat more branches and trees and shrubs and, 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 and vines. Uh, Asian elephants are going to be primarily grazers. They're going to eat more of the uh, primarily grass. Um, and that depends on the individual. It depends on the time of year. It depends on what's in season. Um, you know, if there's a, a fruit tree in season, they're all going to go for it, you know, whether it be African or Asian alike. Uh, but that's part of the fascinating thing about giving these captive elephants sanctuary environment is we see them selecting specific foods, um, you know, the ripest, the, the most mature grass, the ripest fruit. Um, so they have a choice. They have a choice. And, and they, they also gravitate to the choice. In, uh, that not, they gravitate to the choice, and they also gravitate to what, what their body's calling for. And we see self-medication also, which is another topic altogether. Uh, we'll talk about that next time because phenomenal. that's part of this whole property yes. too. Well, this is amazing. So if you want to donate, which uh, would help immediately launch this project and get these elephants moved and put on this land and beginning their rehabilitation into a free life, you can go to globalelephants.org, and you can also go to Making Life Brighter on Facebook, and we'll post some more there. And all the questions you want to ask, you can find out directly from them at globalelephants.org. So we need your help, everybody. This is a worldwide calling for sacred beings, and Scott is really working hard day and night along with his crew here and his wife. And all those beautiful people that are coming together that have donated already, and thank you to them because this is a very, very, very special and unique project, but one that is absolutely sustainable down here in Brazil. So if you want more information, go to makinglifebrighter.com, and we'll have Scott back next, so stay tuned because we're going to have more information on how this is going to transpire and unfold and why this is so very, very important today. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being here, Scott. I have one question I ask everybody. What makes your life brighter? <laughs> oh, just having purpose, uh, doing what makes your heart sing, and and uh, it's a phrase I've heard often, but I think it's one that rings true, is is find what resonates with your core and do it. And, and I've been blessed beyond. Uh, I've had the blessings of twenty lifetimes to, uh, to do this life, do this work, and this is what makes my life brighter. And it shows. It shows. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back with more. Thank you, Scott Place. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter consciousness columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts 
to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Do you want to make a difference in the world? Join Making Life Brighter Radio to help create a free roam sanctuary for elephants in South America. Finally, there's a working solution for elephants on our planet. People often say they don't know what to do to help animals that are in danger. But now you can team up with Making Life Brighter Radio and your host, Winifred Adams, to give elephants from Brazil and Argentina the freedom to roam in a wild sanctuary in a remote area of Brazil. Free to socialize, heal, and live the life they were always meant to live. Your contribution will build the fences and the elephant care center for the massive free roam sanctuary and set these sacred animals free. Donate today and mention you heard it on Making Life Brighter Radio. Listen to the amazing series live from Brazil, where Winifred speaks to CEO and board president of the Global Sanctuary for Elephants. To donate and for more information, log on to globalelephants.org. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with Medical Intuitive Winifred Adams, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. Now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. You've been listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. We've been hearing from Scott Blaze, the CEO and president of the Global Sanctuary for Elephants, about the special Elephant Sanctuary Brazil project. So if you would like to donate, you can go to globalelephants.org and log on that way, or you can Google Global Sanctuary for Elephants and check out all the data there. Um, This is such a an important special project for our earth plane. Elephants are not just a mammal that we can toss away because they hold massive amounts of light for the land and, well, for humanity as well. And the job that they do isn't even fully unlocked by scientists at this point in time. But they have a voice too. And they deserve to be respected and heard and loved just as we would want the same for us and for our children. So Scott has been teaching us a little bit this segment in part one of this series that's going to go on. And we have much more coming up in Making Life Brighter shows. We have uh, more in the consciousness, conversations and consciousness series that I've done with um, Awakened Souls. And I have some more special radical healing that... I want to share with you from John of God in Brazil. Um, I have a great fellow coming up in the next few weeks, in the next month or so, who makes raw food. And I have authors. I have a fellow that channels uh, Archangel Michael. And so there's just so much coming up. You'll have to stay tuned. But right now, our focus is on 
the Global Sanctuary for Elephants, and otherwise you can log on to globalelephants.org if you want to donate and finish the fencing and help us get that up and going so that these elephants can be moved. And the sooner that they are moved, the better off they'll be because some of them are not in great physical condition and most all of them are seriously mentally, emotionally traumatized from the conditions they've been in. It would be no different than being a bit in solitary confinement for some someone and then being, you know, taken out and asked to socialize. So they need acclimation time. And this program allows them to go out into an area that's a natural habitat that's vast. And they won't be corralled. They can walk around freely and enjoy the vegetation there that grows naturally they they will find one another together and they will habitat they will create a habitat for themselves in this environment it's a pristine environment the land sits high atop uh, a kind of a plateau if you will and it looks down into a valley and it just feels itself like such sacred healing land we've put so much effort into it over the last six months for healing the land and I've been focusing on it, like I said at the beginning of the show, since October. And working with the land, working with the energy, working with clearing the energy. And when Scott and I went up and dropped off the crystals in the different areas of it, kind of as vector points of light, it's just so cool. It, it was amazing to look into the land and see it pristine, untouched and recognize how beautiful it is there. Not just Brazil, but all of it. It's, it's sacred land unto itself. The amount of crystalline energy that sits underneath this land couldn't be more perfect for these elephants. It allows an amplification, a grounding. There's blue quartz crystal. There's regular quartz crystal. There are multitudes of different crystals on this land. And all of that will be like electrical conductors of light to the elephants as they roam the land and it will feed them. So they will be free in vegetation of green. They'll be able to bond together and hopefully rehab together. They'll need to re-socialize. And Scott has a tremendous plan in place with the founders of Global Sanctuary for Elephants. And those people are very special and work all around the world. With, with these creatures and they've worked on this project in the U.S. as well. So perhaps we can use this as a stepping stone and an educational tool as we go out into the years ahead where we learn that we need to not only keep our oceans intact with our whales but our land mammals as well as the elephants hold tremendous amounts of light and we're simply too ignorant to recognize what these creatures bring to our attention. And if we could hear and feel subtle energy more, we could recognize what that would be. So perhaps our children will learn that as a way of life instead of something that they then need to change. So I bring this to you with great joy, tremendous passion. I'm so excited for the upcoming shows as well. I hope you'll all continue to tune in. If you want to go to Global Sanctuary for Elephants, you can log on, and the web address is globalelephants.org. 
globalelephants.org. One more time, globalelephants.org. And you can check out all these shows and listen in. I'm going to be doing more with Scott each, every other week or every two weeks. And you can hear more of my time down there in Brazil. It was magical. It was, <laughs> it was truly living off the land in the wilds. So I share that with you now. And you can go to makinglifebrighter.com and I'll be posting pictures over time as to what this is. And you can check out what I'll be posting on Facebook as well. That's the best way to kind of follow along in real time because it's easier to post there. So check out Making Life Brighter on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. And you can email me any questions that you have about any of this. And I'll be happy to incorporate questions and answers if necessary in our upcoming shows. So welcome back everybody i'm so glad to be with you again this is great i can't wait to share more i have so much to share with you over the next few months Woohoo! whoopee now it's our turn to go out and make lives brighter so go jolly everybody have a wonderful day have a wonderful week have a wonderful weekend and i look forward to sharing next week's show with you and we will move forward with beatrice who was a unexpected and amazing healing friend, client, divine soul that I came in contact with in Brazil while I was there. And she has an epic healing journey I want to share with you. And that is one of tremendous courage, tremendous strength, and speaks to all that I've been doing in healing work about energetics and radical healing. So I'll be happy to share that with you next. So have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. Make somebody else's life brighter. You can check out all the archives again at makinglifebrighter.com and the radio tab there. And if you need more information, just go to Global Sanctuary for Elephants. Go jolly, everybody. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us each week at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. You are my Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.